Ah, I see you have successfully made it back from the theater, and um, you have finally seen the first two episodes of The Chosen Season 3, and you've come to my video to hear my spoilery thoughts on all the nitty-gritty details of these beautiful episodes of The Chosen, and um, I'm grateful that you decided to come and check out my opinion, my humble, you know, um, can't really think of any other adjectives to describe it, but a humble opinion on these two episodes of The Chosen. So, I don't know exactly how the theater ex experience differs from the premiere experience. There might be some things that are added in the theater experience that are not that weren't shown at the premiere so if there if there are stuff like that then i will not be talking about them here i will only be talking about the first two episodes of season three and the matt marr little music video thing so if you enjoy my thoughts or if you enjoy the video then make sure to like the video and uh, comment down below what do you think about the two episodes now that you all have seen them and you're here to hear my thoughts on them and if you haven't seen the episodes yet then why are you watching please uh click away if you don't want to be spoiled and if you want to watch my spoiler free thoughts on the episodes then please click right up there where my video will should be you know you can click it and uh watch my non-spoiler thoughts on the episodes but with that out of the way let's get into these two episodes because there's a lot to discuss a lot of breakdown a lot of uh, uh things to talk about so uh so the matt mayor mar oh, the matt mar video uh the in between his song that he wrote uh, which is based you know kind of around the chosen has has the words i was one way now i'm completely different and the thing that happened in between was him um, I, I think it's a great song. I love the song. I love the music video. Uh, I think it was very well done. It was very cool how they had the projections as well as, you know, Matt Marr walking through the set, um, and actual locations where The Chosen was filmed. I thought that was very cool. I really enjoyed that. Um, and I don't really have anything bad to say about that or any really thing else to say about that. Just, um, I thought it was great. I loved it. I loved the music video. I thought it was a very nice touch. Um, and so episode one, we open on the scene that we saw the script for those many months ago, um, the scene where Matthew visits his father's house to collect taxes from Alpheus, um, and the Roman guard is there, and Alpheus is, is behind on his taxes, and, um, Matthew says that he'll give him, you know, an extension, but then he's, he's, um, and then, you know, some, some shenanigans ensue, some arguments ensue, and, uh, now Matthew has been disowned by his parents, and this is where we get the part where Alpheus says he has no son, which is what we heard earlier, you know, in the show. Matthew talks about that. And then we cut to G real time, where Jesus is preaching the Sermon on the Mount, and uh, Matthew is listening, and he talks about forgiving your brother, and he just, and it, it, it goes through a lot of, like, intercut parts of the Sermon on the Mount, you know, res Jesus reciting parts that we see in the Bible, uh, and it, it's a very cool montage of, of, you know, this is what I was talking about in my spoiler-free review of the editing being very well done of just stitching together different parts of Jesus's sermon as well as having great music behind it. I think the music was really cool. This is one of those scenes where it really stood out where I was like, wow, this music is really cool. Um, and the editing was very well done of this, just making it dynamic and fresh and interesting the way that Jesus is preaching the sermon and it's delivering the different parts and the different segments. And you're seeing each disciple react to each individual part as it's being preached, you know, obviously specifically about them and their own reactions. You know, he talks about not being anxious and we see Andrew's reaction, which is has, you know, more significance later as he goes to visit John the Baptist, as we'll see. Um, and then Mother Mary asks how Jesus is doing uh, to Matthew. And he's just crying and tearing up and getting all emotional. And then we have the uh, the intro, the cool, uh, the classic chosen theme song, Walk on Water. 
which um, I remember in the theater, in the premiere, everyone was kind of, there's some people I heard singing along to it, you know, kind of everyone, everyone cheered when the, when the um, intro came on. It was cool. Again, it was very cool to experience in a theater full of 3,000 people who were all just as excited to be there as everybody else. You know, everyone was cheering, everyone was clapping, everyone was laughing. It was, it was I, I'm a big believer in the experience of the theater of, you know, watching something with a group of people, you know, you all have something in common, you're all here to watch whatever's being shown on the screen, and just, I think there's a, there's a very special feeling when you get in the movie theater, and you can experience something just together with a bunch of fans, you know, everyone's there, and they haven't seen this before, everyone's watching this for the first time, well, that's usually the case, except for when you go to, you know, the actual theater, and there'll be some people who've seen it before, but, you know, for the most part, everyone's there, just experience it together, just going on the ride, we're just, we're here, we're ready to experience this, this beautiful piece of art that so, so many people have put their blood, sweat, and tears into, and just, I think there's something very special about that, and it was even more special to see it at the world premiere, you know, with, with all of these um, really cool fans and really amazing people, so that was another thing that added to the experience of it for me, specifically, I don't know about you guys, but how many people were reacting in your theater, um, but be sure to let me know that as well down below in the comments. Well, okay, so the montage happens after the intro. But uh, the sermon is over, and Yusuf is is kind of like in shock, and he's walking by, and these people, he's, people are walking by him, talking about, you know, what they thought about the sermon. You know, everyone's talking. And then um, we see Judas comes to Hadad, and they talk, Hadad, had, uh, um, Hadad, and they're talking about the sermon. And uh, Judas is deciding that he's going with the disciples, and again, every scene with Judas just hits so, it's a punch in the gut. Just so heart-wrenching as you watch his eagerness and just his his um, his likable, charming personality that Luke Dimion does such a great job of playing and that the writing has uh, let out so, so fully that just his charismatic, charming personality that just really makes you uh, kind of sad once you know that, that where, where all of this is heading. Um, and then we see, Ad- we see the funny scene where Atticus is talking to Gaius and Gaius is just in shock. He's not saying anything. He's speechless. And Atticus is trying to talk to him and not getting much reaction. And again, this was super fun to experience in the theater because, you know, everyone's just laughing. And uh, the thing about these two episodes is that they're really, really funny. Like, I don't remember the rest of The Chosen. And again, it's just season three. Everything is up a notch. You know, everything's just just the next level of everything you love about The Chosen. It's the cho- It's still the chosen. It's still you know everything you love except just to that next level, with everything, including the humor. I mean, like these episodes, uh, the chosen has always been funny. Like it's it's always been funny when necessary. Like not not over overtly silly, but definitely very you know poignant in the humor of it. It's always been funny. And but here I think it was specifically just I just remember maybe just because we saw it in theater of people who were all just like laughing so hard at it. But th- there were certain scenes here were, that were very funny. Like, just just more than, than I remember The Chosen ever being before. And then uh, Jesus and Matthew are kind of talking about the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus is, like, taking a break after talking without water for uh, what seems like a long time. Because in the Bible, it goes on for multiple chapters. So, obviously, he was talking for a very long time. Uh, and uh, then, well, Matthew's with Jesus, and then he kind of sends him away. And then Judas comes in, and Jesus is talking to Judas um about judas joining judas was saying that he wants to join jesus and the disciples and i just love how jonathan plays these scenes where he's interacting with judas especially here um because it's just this subtle subtext of jesus knows where this is all heading with judas he knows that he is the one who will betray him so just whenever he's talking to judas there's always this underlying sense 
of knowing uh, where Judas is going to eventually, you know, what he's going to do. Um, so I just love Jonathan's acting in these scenes, and uh, Judas is just talking about how he thinks he's going to change the world, and um, he says he's going to praise God every day, and Jesus asked him to follow him, and then all the disciples gather around, and everyone claps for Jesus, and uh, he says that Judas is now going to be joining the group, and he prays with everyone and blesses with blesses them, and then this is where everyone will depart and split up on their own uh, little adventures. Um, but first we have Tamar, Elizabeth, uh, Tamar, Mary, and Rayma. Uh, I kind of just, you know, the actors are so good at playing their roles that they're kind of like, I use the actors' names and the characters' names interchangeably a lot of the time just because they're so good at um, disappearing into their roles. And they bring a lot of themselves into their roles. So they're kind of just synonymous and so I, I use their names interchangeably. So please forgive me if you get confused on who I'm talking about. But Tamar, Mary, and Rayma um, talk to this woman, Joanna, who I believe is in the Bible. Um, or she's mentioned in the Bible. And she's like the kind of the, this finance. She's this other helping force, as you can see already here in the uh, in the show. And this is not um, – this, this is someone who was not shown in the trailers whatsoever – um, but is a very cool character. I like I like the character of Joanna. I think she was a nice addition, um, and she gives them this very expensive um, you know piece of cloth, and they're the the ladies are all pretty. Or tomorrow specifically, I think is is very impressed by this uh, red uh, thingy, and she says that she's talked with John, and uh, Andrew gets really interested and is uh, very pretty anxious. Uh, as he's really wanting to see and meet uh, John again because he's very much worried about him because he's in prison. Joanna says she was really impacted by the sermon. She tells Jesus this. And uh, John wants Jesus to come and visit Herod's court. And, and like He really wants Jesus to just give an impactful speech and just put these guys in their place. But uh, Andrew really wants to go to see John, and Simon's kind of worried about him. Uh, but then he agrees to let him go. And Thomas talks to Rayma, and there's this nice little scene. You know, they're um, a bit awkward. There's a few scenes in this where where it's kind of you know awkward, um, which again is is real life. It's it's real, so it's it's a perfect portrayal. You know how actual conversations would go. Um, but there are a number of scenes I've noticed where they're just like silence. You know, they they really let things sit, and you know be awkward, um, which adds to the comedic effect of of these scenes. But the scene where Thomas is talking to Rayma, you know, that really lets things sit. Like, there's silence for multiple seconds in this in these scenes, and it's very funny to watch. And then uh, he talks with Rayma, and they decide they're going to meet after first meal tomorrow. And then uh, as Rayma walks away, and then Thomas turns around, Barnaby gives him a thumbs up, which is... I, I, everyone burst out laughing in the theater, which is, again, it's a very funny um, thing. And then Yusuf goes into the synagogue, and he talks to this, like, synagogue administrator guy. And uh, this, his name is Jidus, I think, um, who, and Jesus raises this guy's daughter from the dead later in the Bible, I forget where, but he raises this guy's daughter from the dead. So this is going to be a recurring character. He's going to show up again some other time. Uh, and then Yusuf is saying that he has a document that he wants to, you know, send out, but he doesn't know, like, and then the uh, Jidus, I think is his name, says... He can put it in the cellar, as he calls it, which is like a safe um, space where no one will see it. And it can kind of, it says for, for documents to cool down. So uh, Yusuf says he wants to put it in there. And uh, then the next scene is is a, one of my favorite scenes of these two episodes. 
uh, Simon and Eden get home and they they start kissing and they're having a bit of a, a moment. And uh, then Nathaniel bursts in and just Shahar plays Simon so well. Like, I think Shahar is, is very good at playing Simon. Like, he's very... Um, he's just, cause Shahar in real life, you know, he's a pretty shy person. He's pretty, you know, he kind of keeps to himself a lot. He's not on social media that often. Uh, he wasn't even at the premiere, the, the world premiere, which again, well, granted he lives in another country. So that's probably part of the reason. But, um, if he really wanted to, he probably could have made it. Um, but he just, you know, I, he kind of keeps to himself and he's, he just has his film cam- like thirty-five millimeter film camera, and his he plays guitar and he sells his prints online. Like he's a, I'm very impressed by Shahar. I think he's a very talented person, and I and I respect the fact that he's you know, so uh, secluded a lot of the time. And he's on social media sometimes, but just not very much at all. Um, but he plays the character of Simon extremely well. He is very good at being. Simon, you know, like there's no other way to describe it. He's just he's he's very good at, at playing that character. So when Nathaniel comes in and is asking for hospitality, you know, just that's a, just a very funny interaction. And Jahar is a very great actor who can play that type of role. And he just he just nails it. His he has great comedic timing. You know, his his attitude, his personality, his just the the his line of thinking is so is so funny and great to watch. I just love um, Jahar. In general, he's uh, Simon's one of, probably one of my favorite characters, uh, you know, besides Jesus, of course. But Simon's probably my favorite character just because Shahar plays him so well, and he's just such a such a funny character. And this scene is a very funny interaction where Nathaniel wants to say, and then Simon Z comes in after him, and just that's just that was just a great scene. I love that scene. Um, and then James and John are walking home, and or yeah, Big James and John are walking home, and then Thomas joins them. Uh, so we're kind of like collecting our groups here. We have Simon, Eden, Simon the Zealot, and or former or ex Zealot, I guess. Uh, we have Simon Z, Simon, Peter, and Eden and Nathaniel are together. And now we have Thomas, John, and Big James. Uh, and then we have Rayma, Tamar, and Mary. They they have this home that that uh, I think it's Mary who arranged for them, and it's pretty tiny. Um, and Matthew's outside and he's talking, he says, he says he has nowhere to go. Obviously, you know, kind of hoping that Mary will just say, well, you can come stay with us, but, um, she, she doesn't quite do that. And, um, Matthew is left to camp elsewhere. Then the ladies all talk about Joanna and, you know, they're kind of just discussing, they're, they're discussing a lot of things, um, there in that scene. And, you know, it's, it's a pretty amusing, funny scene, obviously an insight into, um girl talk you know like like the 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 girls all hanging out talking about things that girls talk about so um just a very you know just the characters of the chosen are all very relatable to many different groups of people each character is you know meant to appeal to a certain audience uh and they all i think they're all done just so well and they're you can it's very easy to connect with all of the characters because they just feel real like you can look at you i think everyone could pick out a character in the show and say that's like me like i connect with that character they're totally like i act like that i do those things all, all the time um so i just think it's very well done the way that the chosen is written to have these characters that are meant to represent you know parts of everybody so everybody can have someone to connect to um so i, I think that's very cool and then uh andrew comes to john the baptist and he, you know, he's super worried about John, and John, um, they tell John about the sermon. John the Baptist asks about the Sermon on the Mount, 
and um, they're you know they're talking about that, and he's he's Andrew's like, how can we get you out of here? We want to get you out. And John says, the only way you can help me is by not being anxious. Do what Jesus says. Go home. Get rest. You know, just listen to him. Stop worrying about me. There's not really much else you can do for me. So Andrew Andrew says that in the sermon, Jesus specifically talked about don't be anxious. Um, and that's kind of that's kind of a theme for Andrew's plotline in this in this uh, episode is just not to be anxious and to seek the kingdom of God. And um, uh, and then we cut to Judas who has this plant that we've seen in set photos and everyone's kind of freaking out about, you know, what's this plant that Judas has? Why does he have this plant? And then he, he goes and he talks to this uh, woman that he was with. But I, I think some people were thinking uh, when they were filming it that this is going to be like his girlfriend or his wife or something. Uh, but it turns out it's actually his sister and he's talking to her about he's going to go with Jesus. He thinks that he's the Messiah. He thinks that he's going to change the world. And she is uh, worried about the she she mentions her concerns for the family line the family name she thinks it's going to die out uh, or it's going to die out if Judas Judas is if Judas dies you know cuz he's off with Jesus then their family line will just be end their name will be broken um and she's worried about that but Judas is ready to accept the risk and to go and follow Jesus and the plant that he has is uh like their mom's favorite plant i believe so then uh, Yusuf puts, decides to put his document in the cellar, and uh, it turns out that it's for Nicodemus himself. So uh, maybe we'll get Eric Avari back in here before he dies, before the end of the show. Um, <laughs> Nicodemus might come back someday, which would be great because he's like the best character so far. Um, and I, I said before, you know, I've said, I've said a lot of things on the podcast, okay? Not everything I've said, a lot of things i said, I probably don't agree with anymore. I, I said a lot of things on the podcast that I, I'm not the most proud of, okay? And one of the things I said was that Eric is a bit, like he's a notch above everybody else's acting. And um, I just want to clear that up. I think that everyone, every actor on The Chosen is phenomenal. All of them do such a great job. And Eric Avari is just another example of that, Okay. I don't think that anybody's better than anybody else. I think everyone does a phenomenal job. So I just want to clear that up. I didn't, no one's asked me about that. No one said they're mad about that or concerned about that. But I just want to clear that up because there's some things that I go back and I think about, hmm, I said that. That probably was not the best thing to say. I probably don't agree with that as much anymore. Um, and that's just one of those things. So FYI, everyone is great. Okay, so moving on. Just want to clear that up. That, that's been bothering me for a while. Oh, I feel so much better now. So Andrew comes to Mary tomorrow in Rayma's house, and he apologizes to Mary for season two, episode seven, I believe, where he was getting really stressed out. And he yelled at her, and he said all those mean things to her. Uh, he just apologizes, and she says, "You know, no one's ever told her sorry before." And he's, uh, he says, "You don't deserve that." And uh, there might be maybe some implication that they, I. <laughs> There might be some occasion of a little bit of chemistry there. I don't know. Am I just looking too much into things? When a guy and a girl talk, you don't automatically assume that they're in love, okay? But in this situation, there might be a little bit of something there. That's all I'm saying, okay? There might not, there not, not be, you know, that might not be what it was intended, but it seems to me maybe there's a little bit of something there, which would obviously, you know, come between Mary and, and Matthew, who Matthew obviously has a crush on her. So um, just want to throw that out there. Feel free to disagree with me in the comments. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, uh, so 
during this scene, this is also intercut with Matthew coming to his parents' house. And he apologizes to his dad, Alpheus, and uh, he calls him son. And that's where the episode ends. And this got a big cheer in the theater as well. Everyone was really happy about this. Um, so that was awesome. And that's the end of episode one. So let's move right into episode two. Um, and in episode two, we begin with, you know, these people who follow Jesus from the Sermon on the Mount. And they're kind of like camping out outside the city of Capernaum. And Atticus and Gaius are talking about them. And uh, Simon Z and Nathaniel are kind of walking, you know, they walk through the crowd and they're talking um, like about, well, there's a scene with Atticus and Gaius where they're talking about a lot of different things. But specifically about these people and about Jesus of Nazareth. And you can see Gaius is having a little bit of conviction here that maybe he, after the Sermon on the Mount, maybe he's a little bit more interested in this preacher from Nazareth than uh, than he originally thought. And um, there's a little bit of that implication there. And then it's nighttime and Simon Z and Nathaniel are kind of walking through the camp and, talking and mingling amongst, amongst the people. And uh, someone in the crowd has a dagger. And... Um, there's a little bit of implication of some danger, potential danger that might come up um, coming soon for Jesus. Who knows? Will we get a knife fight between Jesus and this random stranger? I think not, probably. It would be cool, though. But it's probably not going to happen. I mean, Jesus fighting someone with a knife would be super cool, but just saying. So anyway, we get the intro. Again, everybody claps, everybody cheers because it's amazing. And then uh, Matthew is having a meal with his parents. And this is a really cool scene as well. I really like this scene. Uh, he apologizes to them, and they apologize to him. There's a lot of apologizing back and forth. But now they're making amends, and I'm glad that this, um, because there's 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 two things that this means. There's some there's a lot of plot lines, uh, or specifically this one. This is the one that I thought of. This plot line of conflict between Matthew and his parents has now been resolved, right? So that's a good thing. We have one less thing to worry about, one less line of drama. You know, and Andrew and Mary, they resolve things too. So uh, these two plot lines have had these two like subplots have had a little bit of you know now they're concluded right so now there's no more conflict in these two small areas but you know what that means that means we're going to have more conflict coming very soon so um just saying like that's a good thing and a bad thing it's a good thing because yay now we don't have this uh plot line of conflict to worry about but it's a bad thing because then it means oh that means something else is coming that is going to um be pretty heart-wrenching so uh, just keep that in mind. I, I was noticing that as I was watching the episodes. Um, there's a lot of funny interactions here, you know, where his his dad <laughs> has to apologize to Matthew, and she's like, "Say it, he say say that uh, you forgive him," and he, you know, forgives him, and they hug it out, and it's it's just a very nice scene in general. I love this scene. Uh, it's just nice and sweet. It's, it's a it's just very well done, and very well acted. Uh, the actor Paris and his mom and his dad are, are all three just doing a great job here in this scene. I just really love it. It's very sweet, very touching. Um, and then we have Atticus and Gaius come to Quintus. And uh, Quintus is talking to uh, Octavius, who I believe is Caesar Augustus, which is funny just how they threw that little reference in there. That was pretty cool. I liked that. Uh, and then Gaius tells Quintus about the sermon or about Jesus. And they're just talking about how no one knows where Jesus is. And then there's these people outside the city uh, who are just kind of camping out there because of Jesus, and uh, Quintus wants to make them pay. So they read all the city lines to uh, kind of try to make them leave, you know, like without being, or I guess it's being pretty harsh, but yeah. Um, and then we have John, James, and Thomas who are in their parents' house, and uh, Zebedee has made some kind of oil, 
Like he and he's really proud of it. He's like olive oil, oh, made it and love it. Um, and then everyone's tasting it. And everyone thinks it's great. And Thomas says that uh, he's going to. He plans to marry Rayma. He tells Zebedee that he's going to marry Rayma. And then, uh, uh, and then everyone, uh, and then John and Zebedee and, and the mom and James. This is a very funny scene as well. I love this scene. It's just one of this an example of the chosen being very funny. This is a very funny scene. It's not silly. It's not goofy. It's not like. Uh, like your average blockbuster humor where just everyone's a comedian just giving these one-liners and, and there's just like punchlines and stuff. It's it's just a funny interaction because it feels like this is how real people would talk. And it's just a funny interaction. Because even John says, like, John says, I would marry you. Like, that's that's a funny line. That's because it, it's just, it was just a very funny interaction. Just very, very fun. Um, and I loved it. And then, uh, and speaking of funny scenes, right after that is a very funny scene uh, where Edith is making dough and Simon comes up. And uh, uh, Simon, Z, and Nathaniel is making all this noise in the other room. And uh, Simon, <laughs> Simon says, um, if they want, if you, if they want Aiden's food, then they're going to keep quiet. And and it's just a funny scene. All these actors are have very great comedic timing. You know, just kind of the pause after Simon says, if they want food, then they'll be quiet. And Nathaniel says, okay, we'll be quiet. We'll quiet down. And, you know, of course, everyone was laughing in the theater. Uh, it's just very fun. Then Gaius kind of comes into the camp of these people who are camping out, you know, just having a good time. And uh, he's he has this little interaction with one of the townspeople who he's just, uh, he's like, he's drinking wine out in public, which they're not supposed to do. You're supposed to do that in your house. And uh, the guy says, this is my house because I'm waiting for Jesus. And Lucius wants to, uh, you know, <laughs> bring the hammer down. And Gaius, you know, defends him and says, nah. Uh, and then he's like, I, I'm going to go somewhere else. So then he leaves and goes away to another place. So obviously showing his disinterest for, you know, coming down hard on these people who are looking for Jesus. Um, and just showing more of how Gaius is maybe, maybe not as bad as... As we once thought. And then we have this next scene where Simon Z is drawing water and uh, there's these mysterious figures all around him and he knows that he's being followed so then he starts running and, and uh, uh, Ala, Ala Safi is the actor who plays Simon Z. He does some pretty cool parkour skills, shows that he is a stuntman. Um, <laughs> that's like his profession as a stunt actor. So the fact that he is an actual actor who can now just show off his ability to do all these cool stunts, it's very cool. Um, and he, he kind of just does all these, he does a little parkour, he makes it up to the top of this this structure. And uh, up there waiting for him is Atticus. And the point of the scene was basically just for Atticus to say uh, that Simon Z, since he left the Zealots, now they're going to be hunting him and just kind of establishing this threat of now Simon Z is being hunted by the Zealots. And then Eden and Simon are both, you know, sitting, sitting and... Uh, uh, sitting by the fire, and, uh, Simon says that he wants to start a family. He wants to have kids. And uh, if, if you've seen the trailer and you've paid attention closely um, and you've been kind of following the community, then you know where this goes down the line. So a little bit sad, but that's kind of the introduction of this storyline with Simon and Eden. And uh, then Mary, Rayma, and Tamar, they are getting on the subject of Rayma and Thomas. And uh, they're talking a lot about how she's uh, she's in love with Thomas, and uh, they're just talking, you know, more uh, more more girl talk, um, which is always very fun to see in the chosen because it, again it feels very real. I don't know what girls talk about when they're by themselves, 
because I'm not one. But I assume that this is what it would be like. So that's cool. And then Jesus calls all 12 disciples together and he meets with them. And he has a big announcement to make that he is sending them out two by two. And uh, he says he's going to go home to Nazareth, which is what next episode is going to deal with Jesus. You know, having a little bit of a side tangent, you know, he's going to go off by himself. He's going to meet up with Mother Mary again, and then we're going to meet Lazarus there and just kind of reminiscing, and they're going to visit Joseph's tomb. So I, I think it's going to be a, a special episode. So I'm excited for episode three coming in like two weeks. Um, but for now, Simon mentions the soon again, which is a, a funny. Now I guess it's kind of a running gag. There's another funny line where Jesus says if he wanted preachers and actual, you know, people who were good at speaking, then he wouldn't have chosen them. Uh, another funny interaction where Judas says, you want us to preach what you preach, but uh, I've only heard the one sermon, and Nathaniel says you heard the best one. And Jesus is like, again, just super, f- just funny interactions. That's just, it makes sense with the characters and their personalities as it's been established. Um, but it's just, it's just funny. It's funny. It's just smart. It's clever. It's it's just, it's very cool. Um, and Jesus kind of establishes the threat of they might die. Like they may not survive this this journey of, of preaching because they are going to be rejected and reviled. Um, and he tells them things will get worse down the line, obviously referring to after he's dead and resurrected. Um, and he says soon they might know what it means to give up their life for Jesus. And he tells them they won't bring food. They won't bring an extra change of clothes. And he wants them to know, just to show them that they need to completely rely on God. And then they select uh, Judas to handle kind of their money and their finances, which is what he does in the Bible. That's right, biblical accuracy. The disciples that he chooses to go together are Simon and Judas. He chooses Andrew and Philip to go together. He chooses Nathaniel and Thaddeus to go together. He chooses John and Thomas to go together. Big James, little James, Matthew, and Simon the Zealot. And then uh, there's this little thing where Simon the Zealot doesn't know that Matthew used to be a tax collector. And uh, they kind of have to break the news to them. And uh, he tells them they have a day to get ready before they go out. Two by two, baby. Obviously the main kind of plot of the scene is going to be. And uh, then Thomas asks Jesus about what he thinks about him marrying Rama. And Jesus points out that he sent him to the, like, I think it was the southwest region where Rama's father lives. So Jesus already knew. And uh, just another uh, great scene. Or we see Simon is talking to Eden. And Eden is obviously very worried because Simon just talked about wanting to start a family. And Eden is uh, just afraid and concerned for his his life um because he might die and they might not have a son so or they might have a son and Simon just won't be there but uh just kind of establishing the threat and uh kind of the underlying danger that comes with this mission that they're about to embark on then Thomas heads outside and Ramo's waiting and she kind of says she knows about how he's going to propose and uh and they just you know have the just interactions and they're flirty flirt um, and then we have this scene where little James confronts Jesus about, hey, you're having me go out and heal all these people, but what about me? And, um, uh, Jesus, this is just a great scene. Just, just, Jesus just spits straight facts here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, very, very well written scene where just, you can tell the, cause the writers are like so good. It's kind of unfair how good they are at writing, um, you know, just just Ryan Swanson, I think is his name, and then Tyler Thompson, um, both just and Dallas as well, all geniuses 
in writing. Um, he tells him that it's it's better it's better story to tell that little James can praise God despite of his you know disability uh, as compared to other people who may be stronger and um, more abled. And uh, he just kind of gives this great uh, monologue about you know about what he talks about. I don't want to repeat because it's not as good when I say it as opposed to when Jonathan says it. You know, so I'm like I'm not going to repeat everything he says, but just you've seen it hopefully. If you haven't, then it's kind of awkward. But um, it's just a great, great scene. Very emotional. Uh, he tells him he will be healed one day. And then uh, then we get this final scene where Matthew comes to his house and Gaius is there waiting for him. Gaius says, Shalom, which I thought was a nice little touch, just kind of showing that he cares. And uh, he's, he's kind of saying that he's going to help Matthew. He's going to look out for him. And uh, then Simon gathers them all together to talk about you know the danger, how... And they all talk about how they're scared. You know, they're not uh, fully on, you know, they're not like ready to face it with open arms. They're they're all scared. They're nervous about this journey that they're about to embark on. Uh, he's Philip says he's never done anything like it before, but he says that it's going to be worth it. And uh, Simon says he thinks that they're ready. They got to make the most of it. And then Simon has a little bit one-on-one with Simon Z. And they just, he says, you know, Matthew being a tax collector, that's not going to be a problem, right? And uh, Simon Z says no. So then they all huddle around and they repeat um, the psalm and they all join in and repeat the psalm and that's where the episode ends. So these two episodes, as you already know, since I hope you've seen them, are phenomenal. They're amazing. And if you haven't checked them out yet, which again, very strange that you're here at the end of this video, uh, then you definitely should. Uh, I know we're all excited for episode three when it comes to the app. That's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. These are very exciting times for the Chosen community. Season three is already off to a great start. Soon I will be posting my podcast episode about my experience at the world premiere. Uh, so you should check that out. Link is down below in the description to if you want to listen to my podcast. Um, and I'll be posting reviews You know, as soon as these episodes drop. And I hope you guys will stick around for those. And uh, I will see you guys in the next video where I'll be covering Season 3, Episode 3. And I'll see you then. Bye-bye.